What's up, everybody? We should jam sometime. Um, this is something new. I might try. I don't like talking about things. Uh, actually, I actually I do love talking about things before they happen. Um, but it's been a habit of mine that I've been trying to break for the last couple of years. Because the problem with uh, with life is that um, anything can happen, uh, and that's been very evident over uh, especially like the last few months for me like it's been very evident in a very frustrating way so uh but i had an idea coming back from a show in toronto on the weekend of doing this uh segment i guess you could call i'm gonna shoot for like 30 minutes or less where i'm just gonna talk and i actually (laughs) recorded one yesterday but i think this is the one i'm gonna put out if it's better um, where I like had no idea what I was going to call it. And like in the recording, I came up with a name and that name is open mic. Um, where it's probably just going to be, be me, maybe Julia sometimes. Cause we actually have a couple recorded where we did like a post show or like we do a podcast. Uh, and then the, like we would just like sit down and talk for like 20 minutes. Uh, and it was just like, it didn't really work. So probably more planning to be involved. Um, but yeah, this is something I want to try and see. And I'm probably not even going to, I'm probably just going to like slide them onto the YouTube channel and kind of see what happens with them. Uh, but yeah, because these first few are going to really be me just trying out new things. But the reason I got the idea, so this weekend, uh, Julia and I went to Toronto and saw uh, Ready the Prince and Cleopatra. Uh, the intention was to see all three bands, the opening band being Dubai. Um, but we missed Dubai because I don't know Toronto very well and I, and Julia like grew up there. So I was like, Hey, like, um, I'm, you know, cause I'm from a small town. So like transit and stuff, I just like, don't bother. And I have a car. So like, I'm really, other than living in Kitchener for a year, never really had to navigate transit. So I was like, you know, the system can you just like, let me know. This is when I want to be there. Like get us there. So it was fucked up. And we missed the train and we had to wait an hour. And so we got there literally like 30 seconds before Ready the Prince started. So I'm bummed I missed Dubai. I wanted to see Dubai, but whatever, next time. Uh, So I read the Prince and they fucking killed it. Those guys are incredible dudes. And um, I think we're going to be playing, uh, hopefully, I don't want to jinx this. Supposed to be playing a house show with them in January. Um, as of right now, we're working on a date change that was kind of just thrown at me last minute. I'm not going to get into that, uh, though. Just like the music business is very frustrating sometimes. And you just kind of kind of learn to roll with the punches. And I'm still learning because I am still very frustrated. But anyway, they fucking killed it. Uh, and I was stoked to see Cleopatra for the first time because um, Cleopatra has like inadvertently kind of sparked this friendship that I have um, with Ready the Prince. And in that I found Cleopatra on like through Spotify or whatever and fell in love with them. Like it was the band I was looking for, you know, and uh, through like being kind of obsessive over them like I get if you know me I get really obsessive about stuff and like mainly bands where like I'll just like go crazy about bands 
for depends. Sometimes it's like a month. I'll go. I'll get on a kick, and, and sometimes it's like a really long time. You know, like, uh, and Cleo and and Ready the Prince have been that for uh, probably the last like six months, maybe or so. Like, well, I think I found Cleo Patrick in like the end of May or something. So since then, and then I found, and then like through just like following them and stuff on social media, uh, f- uh, they like always are promoting Ready the Prince. So I was like, I should check this Ready the Prince right now and fell in love with that. And then obviously the story goes, I reached out to them to, I reached out to Ready the Prince to play our release show. Here we are. So, um, but yeah, so, uh, Cleo was like they were fucking great I didn't get to talk to them it was really busy and like everybody was trying to talk to them and uh I didn't I didn't really know what to say because like the truth like I talk too much and like the truth of it is to be like I'm like Caleb I like kind of I spoke to you on Facebook one time and like I'm friends with those guys and like it, I just didn't want to do that I didn't think it was the, the time of the place or, uh, and it, you know what it probably was the time of the place but I chose not to so fuck me um but another takeaway, man, is like how fucking nice everybody is. Like two points that I I've been like sharing or whatever that that I just found funny was after Ready the Prince played, uh, Julia and I just went to like buy some merch or whatever. Uh, so Julia buys a Cleopatra shirt and then I buy a CD. And uh, the merch guy who's like uh, I've seen him in like some of their vlogs and stuff, so I'm guessing it's just like a friend uh, running merch for them. It was just like, oh my God, like, thank you so much. Like, we really appreciate that. Like, whoops, thank you. And I was like, oh yeah, no man, for sure. Like, no worries. And uh, so I thought that was funny, just how appreciative he was. And uh, I thought it was, I thought it was awesome too. I'm, not, I'm definitely not making fun of him. Uh, I've just never had that experience at a merch booth before. And then we go to the, the bar and uh, I'm assuming this guy was just with the venue. Uh, but I get a beer, it's like $7 for like this craft tall boy or whatever and like a water. And, uh, so I like, I pay him and then I just like, I'm like, I'll like just keep the change. And, uh, he was like, oh man, like, thank you so much. Like, thank you. Like, thank you so much. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like no worries, man. Like nobody tipping you tonight or whatever. It was, just, it was really, it was a really funny experience. Um, in that case, um, but I'm not here to tell you how fucking nice everybody was. Uh, I just wanted to, like, the show was, like, fucking incredible. And what really, like, sunk in, and, like, honestly, like, what makes me kind of jealous, too, is, like, how they, like, Cleo has just started this, like, they have this fucking insane team. And they're taking over the world, and, like, they'll be damned if you don't know who, who their friends are. You know, which is so fucking incredible because it's like, it really is this kind of like, uh, like movement, you know, like they're not, they're not just like going off and fucking doing their thing. Like they are, but they're when like, you know, the kids, so I'm mumbling right now. They went to Europe and they were on like, fuck, I don't even remember what they were on like a huge radio station in Europe. I didn't do my research. I'm just talking about my ass right now, but they're playing a bunch of Cleo songs. And the DJ said, like, what like what else do you want us to play? And they said, we want you to play this um, Ready the Prince song over, like, one of the biggest fucking radio stations uh, in the UK. Crazy. Like, they could have did anything, and they chose their friends. And 
you know and they, they they're not just in it for themselves which is like so unbelievable and it's like kind of this thing and like even when i uh trying to put like a house show together i reached out to luke the singer from cleopatrick on facebook and like asked him if they'd be interested in playing the show and everything and he hit me back and he was like hey man like thank you so much for thinking about us like that's really awesome you know blah blah basically like i had to talk to their manager but he was he was like we're definitely down like you just had to that you have to go through our manager and I, I again i thought it was funny i was like oh like thanks for thinking about us and i was like oh like dude like you have no idea how big of a fan i am and how how bad i want to play with your band you know what i mean like because it's just this it's, it's really like just lit a fire under me as uh as a musician to be like okay so i like i want to be a part of this thing but like I need to like you know it's it is about like the community like you can't do anything by yourself you know and finding bands like there's this band from Stratford uh Plants and like you they just put out an EP it's called uh What You Forgot and it's fucking incredible and you need to go listen to it right now and I'm going to be talking uh more about that uh later but like that's that's a band that we played with just kind of like we didn't even know each other before we just got put on this bill together and we like fell in love well i can't speak for them but like i fell in love with their music and uh i've been talking to like their bass player a lot and like we're trying to put stuff together you know and uh i think that that kind of like camaraderie is so important because it is kind of impossible just to to do it you know what i mean like and we live in a crazy world and and something i've really realized in the past i mean it's really only been like the past like six months but like something that's been slowly forming for me over the past couple of years since being in london is like it, it's it's fine to have a, a dream where you know you you go to a food fires concert and you you hope you could be that big one day but like that's not that's not a that's not real you know it's not real to be the foo fighters or the beatles or even on like a smaller scale but still huge like uh, Queens of the Stone Age or Jack White or whatever, like, those are, like, crazy, like, you know what I mean? Like, those guys couldn't even tell you how they got to that level. But when you look at something like, like, Cleo or, like, Crownlands or, you know, there's so many, so many bands that you could go over, like, those two bands are, like, excuse me, two of the biggest in Canada right now. Now, I'm sure also they would say they don't know how the fuck it happened to them either, but it really makes me think like, wow, like that's possible. You know, like to be totally honest, like if I got the same opportunities, like that Crownlands got, and then was told I couldn't, you know, do music anymore. Like, obviously that would fucking suck. And I would hope that would never be the case. But like, man, like you guys did something and it maybe was only for a short while, but you fucking did something. You know, you you changed people's lives. You went out and played fucking arenas and opened for, like, bands, man. Like, world-renowned bands. That's fucking insane. You know what I mean? And uh, it's just something like that where you go, like, man, okay, so in April, Crownlands was in my room, and they did a podcast. And a couple weeks after that, we opened for them. And fast forward to like September and they were 
going on tour with Coheed and Cambria, and then they went on tour with Primus, and then they went on tour with Jack White, and who the fuck knows what's coming next year, but it's going to be insane. And, like, that's that's so crazy, and that's so, like, I was so happy for those guys because it's, like, man, like, the dream is fucking real, and if you get out there and you get after it, you know, it's not there for everybody. Not everybody's going to get to open for Jack White or whatever, you know. Jack White can, is X and put in whoever the fuck you want it to be. But the idea is that it, none of this is hopeless. But it is, I think it, a lot of it is like, is staying true to, to yourself and to the goals of your band. And, and I think by putting your head down and going for it, you know. And it's really made me think a lot about what I'm doing and and what I could do better, you know, cause there's a lot that I could be doing better. But I think that that's sort of the point I'm trying to make right now is just that, uh, it, you know, like you can, you fucking can follow your dreams, you know, like you can, you can get after it and you can, you can do, do things, you know, like I have a little bit of experience. I have I mean, like last year, all I wanted at this time was like, I just want to open for Crownlands. And then it just so happened that our first Rum Runner show was opening for Crownlands, you know? And as a joke, I kept saying, man, if Rum Runners doesn't get put back together, it'd be pretty crazy to release our EP at, at Music Hall. You know, and everybody's like, yeah, they probably won't do that, though. And it happened, you know? And so there's there's so much, like, I'm, I'm not saying also that I, like, manifested that for myself either, but what I am saying is just, it's... I put in a lot of work. We put in a lot of work. The band put in a lot of work. And I think we were rewarded for that. And I see that happening for for lots of my friends' bands, man. Like and and there's people, man, there's people that I love so much and I see them not putting the work in and wondering, you know, or putting in you know, sometimes I think you can do stuff that's just not as important and you're doing shit for the sake of doing it. Like I think that there should be calculated moves and I think sometimes yeah you're gonna play shitty shows and not everything's gonna be great but I think when you're just doing shit for the sake of doing shit and there's no real goal behind it I think that's when you know you see less opportunity come your way and man I've had a lot like the last few months we've just been like been hurling nose out like nobody's business and it's it's been just heartbreaking the things that i've been saying no to and and the things that we've had to turn down just because you know whatever for whatever reason people are are busy uh things fall through you know i turned a run runner show down in november because we were supposed to have a a school trip uh to go see all these uh post facilities so i turned the show down and then they changed the fucking date of the trip you know, and it's just, it's stuff like that where it's like, great, that would have been a really good show for us. And well, fuck, you know, and it's just been other stuff is keeps coming up and it's like, God fucking damn it. This is frustrating, you know, uh, but I'm not complaining. I, I, I mean, I'm complaining a little bit, but I, I understand that it's part of the game. Uh, but it it is frustrating, but yeah. If you don't, like, obviously, like, probably the last, this, like, season two of We Should Jam sometime from, like, episode 24 to now, um, I've definitely said the names Ready the Prince and Cleopatra a lot, 
but those guys, like like I said, like Cleopatra inadvertently has been like really helpful to me. Um, and like Ready the Prince, both like indirectly and directly have been really helpful. Steve is such a fucking great guy and um, has offered me like a lot of advice uh, over the past few months since us knowing each other. And uh, I'm really, I'm really thankful for those guys, and they're gonna take over the fucking world. And uh, I hope that we can have some part in that. But uh, I'm, I'm really proud of those guys. And it was a great, it was a great fucking show. All right, it was, it was pretty wild. And the venue was crazy, man. It was called the, it's called the Jam Factory. I don't know, like, what it's, I don't know if it's normally used for shows. I've never like heard of a show being there before. Uh, but it was like, it was crazy. And I thought the floorboards were gonna fucking thought we were gonna fall through the the floor, but we didn't. So, yeah, I don't know. I think that's like pretty much all I gotta say about uh, kind of my my take on the state of like local rock music right now. I think there's there's lots of great rock bands around right now, and I, <laughs> I think there's a lot of not so good rock bands around right now too. And I think that's, I mean, that's just sort of the nature of shit. But. uh I think the problem that comes with rock music, right, is is there's because because rock music already was, um, people don't want to taint what already was, and they try to adhere too much to what's already kind of happened. And I think that's why rock music gets a bad rap. You know, I think that you can do stuff like you can experiment and modernize it a little bit. Not even saying that I that we do that too much but i think that we're on a track of like kind of where rock is right now and i think that we're like when i say we i mean like lost arts i think we have a better idea as to where we're going now and i think i think i have my eye on like what truly like where rock is going for for real and i think that uh i think that uh I told man T doing this solo thing and like really lose your train of thought, but but I think that you can't hold on to the the past too much, you know. And I think not, not that that's a fucking like new idea or anything, but I think it's important to keep your eye on like what the fuck is going on right now, and having the forethought to to know where where that road's gonna lead. So yeah, I don't know. That's kind of what I think about that. Um, Oh, this is like totally fucking separate to everything. But I thought this was ridiculous. So, I'm gonna drive to Toronto. Um, the the guy with a uh, a lifted white Dodge Ram with a uh, straight pride window sticker. Don't don't do that, bro. <laughs> don't have a straight pride window sticker. All right. I don't I don't ever get like too political or anything because I I don't. I just don't do that shit. It like tears people apart. Um, but I, I, I hate that shit, man. I hate that. Cause like, it's like, man, for one, why you gotta, why do you gotta wear your fucking like ignorance, like a fucking face tattoo, dude? Like, I don't get it. You know, why do you gotta do that? Because it's just like, what are you doing? You know, what are you doing? I just thought it was ridiculous. On the fucking 401 or whatever. Straight pride. Night true, bro. Glad you're proud. Proud to be straight. Like, like, like what, dude? What? I don't know, man. It's the same people like, I don't, I don't care that they're gay. But like, why do they gotta, why do they gotta have a parade? You know, nobody has a parade for me.
you got you got me you're right i don't know i don't know anyway that was a weird like little i just like dude i saw that and it was just like what the fuck so i don't know i don't know man it's a free country i guess but you know don't be a fucking asshole so anyway, the state of we should jam sometime <laughs> next year, dude. I gotta I gotta start booking stuff. December is gonna be a little sparse, but uh, oh, also actually, this is what I need to talk about. So, um, you're gonna notice <laughs> that uh, I am partnering up with London Reverb. London Reverb is a blog in London, Ontario, growing blog, uh, relatively new, I think, in the last like year, and. Uh, Yeah, I'm teaming with them, and uh, we're going to put out two episodes a month through Reverb, and just kind of, it's going to be like content for them, and hopefully help grow this thing a little bit, um, and yeah, that's kind of it, man, like, there's no money really flowing right now, this is definitely something that I would like to keep doing, and I think that that's why I want to kind of try this open mic thing, I think that, uh, I don't know, man, like, I just, I want to, I want to keep pumping stuff out, and, like, I'm just, like, looking, I'm looking for, like, what I'm doing, you know, I don't know, and, uh, that's kind of the plan, I, I do really like doing the podcast, I'm, I know that this one was probably a little kind of all over the place, and I didn't have a whole lot to say, uh, even though I've been rambling for 22 minutes, uh, but, I don't know, man, like, I think that, uh, I really, I really like doing this and I want to keep growing it and I want to keep making it better. I mean, I don't want to keep making it worse, obviously, but uh, I just think there's more to do. And uh, there's so many great musicians around, you know, and I want to give them a voice because I think the the big thing for doing this, you know, it kind of just like snowballed. I guess we're on like 33 episodes now. But the one thing was like that I... You know, I think part of being successful is, is finding them, whatever it is, right? If we're going to talk about music or whatever, is finding, like, what do you want to hear? And and then you make that. And I think that, I think that uh, it's the same thing. So, like, the one thing that I usually do when I find a new band is I go out and I look for interviews or whatever. And there's like never interviews of new bands. So if you find, if you become a fan of O Geronimo and you want to see an O Geronimo interview and you look online, there's nothing but an hour long podcast with me. That might be something that you're interested in watching. You know what I mean? And then you're going to get a lot of info out of that. It's, you know, same with fucking whoever, man, Basic White. Same with, uh, with Sages or Lost in Japan or like... Or fucking whoever, bright or green, whoever it is, out of the 33 episodes I did, now, like, the first 12 weren't, like, you know, weren't, like, big bands, but other than, like, a select few. But the point of that being is, like, that's why I did this, and that's why I continue to do it, is because I think that it gives artists right now, even if they only have 500 Facebook likes or whatever, it gives them a voice and it gives them content, and it gives them something uh, to do. And to be totally fucking honest, doing this podcast has helped me so much as 
uh, as an artist and as somebody like I've learned so many things from talking to people that I've been able to use uh, as somebody that like basically like manages a band and runs a band stuff that I wouldn't have known or would have taken me much longer to figure out through trial and error. Um, where now I get to learn from the people that have already like not failed, but like have tried stuff and, and failed and I get to learn that way. So yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing with this. Uh, that's what I'm hoping will happen from the, from the reverb partnership. Um, it's a pretty loose partnership. I like, we're just kind of helping each other grow. There's really, there is, you know, I still own my shit. He still owns his shit. And, uh, we're just kind of trying to help grow each other, you know, and I think that that's important. So, yeah. Anyway, that's kind of all I got. Lost Arts is going to be demoing this week, supposedly. And, uh, I think we're going to hit the studio in the new year and hopefully, uh, just go crazy with shows. Like I just, I want to be playing a ridiculous amount of shows this year. So I always told myself and I, I didn't know what it meant when I was 16 or 17 that I need to do this and fail before I can do anything else and succeed. And then, and now I, I now I know what that means. I've gone out and we've played some shows. We've done some things. We've had some successes and some failures and I know what it means now. And, and I'm not done. I don't think that I wouldn't say that I've done it yet. I'd say that I've tried it. And 2019, I want to, I want to do this thing, man. And if we're going to fail, we're going to fail, but we'll cross that bridge when it comes to it. But anyway, this is episode one. I think this is the one I'm going to put out. The other one can, can go away. Uh, open mic episode one. Hopefully we'll do more of these, but I'm not making any fucking promises about that. Who knows, man? Who knows? The setup might need to change, too. I don't know if I'm going to put the audio up, so it might just actually be the video. Like, I mean, <laughs> I mean I'm mean, i like not going to put the audio on iTunes. I might. I might. But anyway, thanks for tuning in, everybody. I don't know if I'm going to put music at the end of these. If I do, it'll be Lost Arts music. So, you know, whatever. But, uh, yeah. If you are fucking listening to this or watching it or whatever, shoot me a message or leave a comment or something to tell me if this was good or if at least I'm on the right track. But, like, stop saying like all the time. I mean, the number of yas is going to be, like, way, way lower, right? So, I don't know. Uh, but, anyway, that's it for me, man. Open mic. We should jam sometime. We'll see you later.